right, guys, welcome back to 91 North, 95 South. It is Monday, August 22nd. Wait, do we need to say that? <laughs> I was wondering why you were looking at me like, is it the 22nd? <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, have we ever said what, yeah, we yeah. said what day it is. Yeah. Mo- yeah, it's Monday, <laughs> August 22nd. I feel like I do this at the start of every episode. Yes. <laughs> the past four episodes have been like, welcome back. Wait, should. Hang on. <laughs> Can we restart that? No, we're not restarting this time. It is Monday, August 22nd, and we are doing the podcast. Now Dan's got the producer vinegar in him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A little feisty. After like, only I'm not w- making edits. Mm-hmm. After only one episode? Dog. When, when I tell you how angry that editing made me. Yeah. I think I understand. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> awful. It's the worst. I'm going to be doing it later. I'm going to be doing it tonight, too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that's not of your concern. The folks at home. No, they don't care about you. No, they don't. They just see the edits. I do it all for you guys. Our topics for today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't even introduce ourselves. No. I am Daniel Drainville. I'm Max Demeza. And we are co-hosts of the 91 North, 95 South podcast. Co-founders, really. Co-hosts and co-founders. Co-founders. Yeah, founders sounds better. Yeah. 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 Dude, this is... the the. It, I mean, since Jesus and Miro are over, you know, <laughs> we can take over. The brand is strong here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the brand's always been strong. <laughs> Not, ain't nothing watering down the brand. It's just traveled a bit further up the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Okay. Nothing watering down this brand. <laughs> um I, I don't know which what what uh what are we going into first here, my man? Uh first Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. We don't have much to talk about. I couldn't agree more. We only have two topics for today. <laughs> Um, and it, the, those topics are the Connecticut sun versus the Dallas wings first round of the WNBA playoffs. And after that, we have a list to do another list. We know you guys love lists. Our, our last list was such a huge hit. Um, so we decided we'd do another one. I, I like how you're going full Brian Windhorse, but like in your own way, you're like, we have another list for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's going on in Utah? What's going on in my head right now? <laughs> A list. NBA first and second team personality squad. Squads. Squads, yeah. Um, We'll... We'll get to that. We're not going to tease too much of that right now. We just wa- a little. We want you to wait and see what that is. But personality squad, just think about that. <laughs> okay? Think about NBA yeah, personality. Think about your own list. Right. Start to formulate an idea in your head of what a personality might be. <laughs> what a personality might be. <laughs> 
We're taking y'all to therapy today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get your feelings wheel out. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of spicy takes in this list. Spicy. Um, but first, let's get to the sun. Oh, Dan, actually, there's something I want to talk about. What? Well, it's... it's it, <laughs> I would say it's directly related to the sun. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, so the sun, uh, WNBA, Connecticut sun, for those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. are one and one against the Dallas Wings right now. Yep. Um, the Connecticut sun, the three seed in this series, Dallas Wings, the six. Therefore, Connecticut being the higher seed. Yes. Are we all are we all with me so far? I'm I'm with okay. You. So it's a three game series. First two games in Connecticut. Okay. This next game, going back to Dallas for the for the deciding game. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. How, how do you think? How do you feel about that playoff format? It's definitely weird. Yeah. Because it... now the wings. Going into, we'll just call it a game seven, at, in Dallas after coming off a win. Right. It might as well be a game seven. So it's a very weird system. I don't know why. Why is it like that? I mean, I think it's new this year, but it used to be the format. They had like switched it up and gone back to it in like a new way. I don't really know. But, um, yeah, I think the W should definitely change that. I think it should be one in Connecticut, one in Dallas, one in Connecticut. Because you're kind of just taking away the home home court advantage. Yeah, there is no home court advantage. Like, you could end it in the first two games, but how many games are a sweep? Or how many series end in a sweep? And in a three-game series, way more than a seven-game, like, there's more randomness to it. Yeah. So... The, my reasoning for why I, I mean, I'm guess totally guessing on this. Why they would do that is like maybe to give the other the lower seed a chance, to like a higher chance yeah, to to upset. But that doesn't really make sense to me because then why does the regular season matter? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that before we get into the series. That I think that should definitely be changed. I agree. And I and I'm not saying that as a Sun fan. Like I think our listeners know <laughs> that we're not homers. Like no. I I was I was literally like as I was watching the the second game of the Sun series, I was like thinking about this in and like formulating an argument based on like the Liberty series. Like if they had won their game 2 instead of the game 1, they would be going back to New York with all the momentum. So um yeah, I, f- I would feel this way regardless. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Um, but like you said, we're not homers and we're going to I mean, I'm going to give some of the some credit to the to the Dallas Wings for their play in game two. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure we're both going to give the, the Wings their flowers. So let's get into the, the discussion. Um, yes. Of both games, <laughs> right? Yes. Because we, 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 didn't, we didn't cover the first game. No. Um, 
So we'll talk about game one first, I would assume. Yes. Connecticut's son besting the wings 93 to a measly 68. <laughs> Quite a, a measly 68. <laughs> Sorry, wings. A little tiny 68. Yeah, little Austin Eckler of a 68. <laughs> Uh, That's yeah. a bit of an inside joke. I'll let the <laughs> listeners in. There's a there's an announcer. I don't know who it was for I don't know for a Chargers game, and he was like, "Look at look look at little Austin Eckler over there," <laughs> which is just a ridiculous yeah. statement. I would say say that to little Austin Eckler's face, my guy. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely shredded. Like he. He might be he might be like a little bit smaller. Might in be size. like five eight, but <laughs> all of that is made up for in muscle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as the great <laughs> as the great uh, uh running back bef- I feel like the running back who paved the way for this type of player was was Doug Martin, the the muscle hamster, as you may know him from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Doug Martin. <laughs> What a name. One of the greatest nicknames probably yeah, in NFL it? history. Can you give me that again? What's a hamster? So the muscle hamster. Muscle hamster. <laughs> Man, what a run he had. That's hilarious. On that little wheel of his. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let's just get into the game. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's get back into the game. Decisive. Yeah. What what do you want to touch on first here, Dan? I mean, there there's a lot to touch on. Um, I thought, okay, coming coming into this as someone who who hadn't watched the Sun at all this season prior to the playoffs, Fairweather fan. Yes, call me a Fairweather fan. Call me what you will. I'm trying to dive like head first into the Sun in the playoffs, which is kind of difficult because. Um, not having that context of the regular season, there's nothing really for me to compare the two different styles of play to. For sure. But I was impressed with um, the the Suns' post-play, which I think... Um, and, and seeing how they try to go... Uh, it, it do a lot in the post in, in game two, too. I, I, I think the the sun have a lot of players who who have us uh like a strong inside presence that's where a lot of their game can be found i feel like oh yeah john quell especially um lissa thomas yeah lissa thomas brianna brianna bonner yep um yeah so they're really they're really good in the post and that showed in this game um as well the turnover battle uh of course something that stood out to me as well that was in favor of the sun yeah connecticut likes to uh get out uh run and transition off off turnovers and uh yeah they're they're uh when they when they get going in transition it's it's game over it's it's good night yeah so um john quell had a good game this game um she made half of her shots from the floor, uh, hit seven of eight from the line. And this was really like a controlling game for the Sun in all aspects, I feel like. 
like even um you know when the wings because the wings you know they definitely made some good some some good buckets but even when i would you know i think you mentioned this before the game like even when you would see them maybe go on a little bit of a run like not a run run but like make a couple buckets in a row just look down at the scoreboard and be like surprised that they weren't even close well yeah i was saying i was saying that like i didn't think the wings were playing like as bad as the score might might let on um i think really what killed them was their 17 turnovers yes um and you look at the score 93 to 68 uh connecticut scoring 20 points off turnovers i mean you and that that's a whole different game yeah you know um and obviously the 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 paint the post presence like you talked about was huge but um yeah there i it felt like there was some um uh just like schematic and matchup issues that uh that were there like the the paint was kind of soft for the wings i felt like in this game Mm -hmm. um like they weren't really seeing like multiple bodies when they got the ball down low um most of the time and um tier mccowan had a kind of a rough game as well um and uh we can talk more about more about those details in the in the second game. But. And Kayla Thornton as well had yeah had a, a quiet, a very quiet game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, zero for two from the floor with her only point coming from the free throw line. Um, and you see how that they turned that around in game two once again. They definitely shored up some of the issues that they had in game one. It looked like, and that I I would have to pin on you know a large part of it on coaching yeah so you want to you want to get into game two yeah so in game two right off the bat we see a lineup adjustment of um isabel harrison uh subbing in for tiara mccowan um and it seemed to work wonders for for the for the wings defense i felt like that, like that soft defense that you made mention of in the first game. I feel like it was a lot. It was a lot sturdier in game two. Yeah, um, I felt like, uh, you know, from the jump, they were really getting two, three defenders uh, on the ball. Like immediately, as soon as, um, as soon as the ball got down low, they were pressuring it. Um, and yeah, Isabel Harrison standing at six foot three um just playing really tough in the post i mean just battling dude it was crazy (laughs) yeah she's like she's like um grant williams in there yeah for sure like amongst the trees yeah absolutely and um yeah so she played really well defensively um and then kayla thornton uh, i believe was three for three in the first quarter um just just an electric start for the wings uh 22 to 7 to close out the first quarter um and from from then on it was it was really no chance uh 
the wings, which uh, I forget. I think it was Courtney Williams uh, during the first game. They uh, were interviewing her uh, after the third quarter, and they were asking her about it because uh, the Sun had a pretty strong third quarter in the first game. And she mentioned that the wings uh, tend to have a strong third quarter, so they wanted to come out tough. And the wings had their strong third quarter tonight with 30 to uh, 17. Uh, to the Sun 17. Uh, and Tierra McCowan really just turning it around. Um, almost getting played off the court in the first game. And this game, 8 for 13. 61% shooting for 17 points. 11 rebounds. I mean, just just a presence out there. Yeah, huge bounce back game off the bench. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm curious to see if they're going to stick with this same lineup for game three um which i would tend to think that they w- they would right um uh, with how successful this was in game two um but like like you were talking about that that strong third quarter um anyways getting getting back to that uh they the the wings came out like you said the 22 to 7 first quarter which they pretty much could coast to victory all the way to the end of the game. Um, despite, you know, in the fourth quarter, there was like a 22 to two run by the sun to make it a close game at the end, Yeah, which was, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's reassuring to see that at the end of, at, at the end of a, a blowout loss. Yeah. Especially sure. carrying that energy into the next game. Um, but that third quarter was really where they solidified the victory, I felt like. Um, yeah. For sure. So coming out as hot as they did, and then, like you said, third quarter team, they 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 stick with that and have have their trademark big third quarter. It bought them the win. Um the sun looked like I don't know, sloppy mm-hmm. it, to start the game. It it looked like the wings just came out with way more energy. It looked like the energy had yeah. flipped from the first game to the second. Yeah, totally agree on that. And also the the Sun were definitely getting um, some open shots to start the game off and just not hitting, and that definitely did not help. Um, but, yeah, the... The Wings hot start, their third quarter, and also their um they completely changed the turnover game. I was I wanted to mention that too, yeah. Eight eight turnovers this game compared to their seventeen um in the last game. Uh Connecticut with eleven last game, finishing with ten this game, but the uh the wings getting twenty points off off turnovers. And evening up the uh, paint points, forty points in the paint for the wings mm-hmm. and forty-two for the for the sun. So, um, yeah, really good job by uh, the wings coaching staff to make those adjustments. Also, eight steals to one Connecticut Sun steal for the wings. Yeah, that's big too. Which is big, and like I mentioned, the having them the the sun being a a presence in the post um well dallas tried to take this away from them in in this game 
and forcing them to shoot outside. Three point shooting by the Sun was was at uh, a twenty eight point six percent in this game, to Dallas's forty two point three percent, which is a staggering difference. Yeah, and I I think that'll change. Um, the uh, sorry, um, that's okay. Natisha Heideman uh, was 0 for 3 this game. Uh, she's shooting at a 41% clip uh, from the three-point line this year. Uh, Courtney Williams as well, 1 for 4. Um, so I think that'll be a little different next game. Uh, but, yeah, no, the – I mean, the the tough guard play, um, you know, the wings definitely have a size advantage um, there. Uh, the Sun are having to play Odyssey Sims a lot, which uh, she's great on on defense. Um, Twenty four minutes in this game. Yeah, solid solid offense, but not giving you the same kind of offense that uh, Courtney or uh, Natisha Heidemann are giving you. Um, and she's having to play because she's able to uh, size up with with uh, Marina Mabry and um, uh, Veronica Burton um so yeah we'll see what happens in the in the third game i i would i would honestly like to see um i don't know either try to get try to get some mismatches with at to start off the game um and maybe bully um bully harrison a little bit um get her off john quell mm-hmm. uh maybe run some dribble handoffs or something like that um because you know just try to get her off the court um get into the sun uh sun's game a little quicker uh and not not get get buried like they did this game yeah i think that's that sounds like a good strategy like <laughs> thinking of like slowing it down at the start of the game yeah you know not getting off to such a rough start tough defense mm-hmm. force like, some turnovers absolutely my man yeah, so um, looking <laughs> to game three, uh, I I am I'm predicting, you know, despite going into into Dallas and meeting the Dallas faithful, I'm predicting a uh, another win for the Sun. What What do you think the point differential will be? Point differential, or if you got a score in mind. I don't think it's going to be close. Whoa. Hot take. Whoa. I don't think it's going to be close. See, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be at least 10 points. Okay. So we're in a, we're about the same ballpark. I think it's going to be like around 10 points. I think it's going to be like 90 to 80 or something like that. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I think this the second game score was more closer to what these teams are like um it, I mean I think the Sun are definitely definitely better but I don't think the the wings are as sloppy as they are or as they were game one and you know I don't think the Sun are as bad as they were in game two so yeah I agree it it looked like and it looked like they found something in game two yeah and a little bit of energy and I don't think they're just gonna let that go yeah I at home in front of their own crowd yeah no and 
clearly the coaching staff, uh, Vicky Johnson and uh, her staff doing doing a really good job. So, you know, and we'll see what Kurt Kurt Miller. Nice little house centipede crawling on the floor over there. Oh, geez. Nice. Uh, Kurt Miller and the son, uh, you know, we'll see what their adjustments, what they can make. Um, but yeah, let's get into these lists, dude. I'm I'm excited again for this for this one. So do you want to explain? Um so I guess the the we're doing it like first team, second team, so it's point guard shooting. It's it's the starting position. Yeah, like like it's not all, random. Not random at all. It's like a like an all NBA lineup, uh, where you have first team, second team vote for your favorite players there's no voting in this case we made these lists yeah this is my list and this is my list (laughs) and nobody's gonna take those yeah no not at all it's as if we were doing the voting like this is our our personality (laughs) players I I like how we really explained like we picked these players. <laughs> That's like what like, a list is. Yeah. <laughs> like no, like guys, we looked at players' names and then wrote them down. Like ah, <laughs> like me. <laughs> Actually, we typed them out in a Google yeah, Doc. True. <laughs> well, I typed mine out in notes. Oh, okay. Interesting. <sighs> Disorganized much? <laughs> 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 true i got like 72 notes in my podcast <laughs> folder no i'm just kidding um but do you want to go first because i started last time uh well i we we picked these based personalities yeah we didn't explain that we we delved too much into the, <laughs> the list, list aspect and, and not, not enough <laughs> into the personality <laughs> not enough into the actual specifics of what the list is about <laughs> it's um it's about like players that have like big personalities in one way or another. Well, uh, for me, not not even big, just personalities that have made. I enjoy. Okay, yeah, or That's have had an impact thinking. on us. Yeah. Um. So how should we do? How should we let's go? Let's go position for position. Okay. So starting off with the first team. This is the best of the best personality. Yes top tier first off for point guard i have the man himself he needs no introduction ar15 gilbert arenas <laughs> ar15 yeah yeah isn't that his nickname ar15 <laughs> no that's austin reeves <laughs> oh okay wait agent zero yes sorry. there agent you zero. go i there got my go. nickname <laughs> I was like, you said AR fifteen. I was like, whoa, this man got Austin Reeves. If Gil, if Gilbert heard that, <laughs> dude, he's writing the comment right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I also have the Hibachi as well, Agent Zero. I mean, there's no one funnier to come out of the NBA. Absolutely. Like this man is hilarious. Go listen to his podcast. Um. Also, just, you know, just a great, like, on-court personality as well. Mm-hmm. Like, hitting those deep threes before before anybody. Uh, just, just cooking. Just cooking out there. 
Uh, yeah, love Gilbert Arenas. This is a fun little uh, section of Gilbert Arenas' Wikipedia page. <laughs> Arenas admitted that he ran about 60 red lights in four months <laughs> and got away with it by keeping his dealer plates on his vehicle. That's, 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 that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that we're advocating running red lights, but... It's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anything needs to be said about that. <laughs> and there's countless stories that have come out about Gilbert yeah. Arenas. So, um, for so for my first team shooting guard, I think I think true ninety one North ninety five South fans know that I have. The answer, Bubba Chuck, Allen Iverson, AI. Just, just, man, I mean, the, the encore attitude, the, the style, the just culture shift, the, oh man, every, everything about AI is great. And, And AI, AI himself just seems like such a sweet guy. Uh, I mean, go go listen to to some interviews. Just seems like a really, you know, really nice guy. Love love AI. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. I couldn't, you know, favorite player of all time. Favorite player of all, all time. time. You favorite heard that, fans? All yeah. All time. All time. Enough said. <laughs> Um, yeah, AI, his encore attitude was really something that stuck, stood out to me. I considered him for my list too. Um, he's not on your first team. He's not on my first team. <laughs> oh, I'll tell God. you who, who is on my first team. We're going to have a debate. I am a fan of, of comedy. I'm a fan of laughs. I'm a fan of players who do not take this, themselves so seriously. In specific instances, I am a fan of Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Bro, pick Clay Thompson. Clay, not not only did I pick him, I picked him on my first team. Clay Thompson seems like someone that I would just want to chill out and and hang out with, you know. Yeah, he's pretty boring. He's pretty boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, he's not boring. He Clay Thompson's boring. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's boring. Maybe a let's, little. Let's argue Maybe about compared this. Compared to Allen Iverson. No, Clay Thompson's boring <laughs> compared to me and you. <laughs> All Clay Thompson does is hang out with his dog. Like he literally just wants to find like and some I, girl to hang out with him and his dog, and that's gonna be Clay's life. I can appreciate that. <laughs> I can really appreciate that. That's fine. Um, yeah. Different strokes, you know. <laughs> Dude picked Clay Thompson. Was just not even close to who I was thinking. No? No. Well, we'll see if you, who you were thinking made my second team. Anyways. <laughs> small forward. I'm excited for this. Any guesses? Ray Allen? No. Huh. I thought about Ray Allen for shooting guard, but... Yeah, I think for he my, played both. For my first team, small forward. I had to go with the man, the myth, 
the legend, Scotty Pippen, Mr. Roboto oh. himself, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, <laughs> Bro, you're putting together a first team all boring list. What is this? Bro said, so we're putting together the biggest personalities in the NBA. That said Clay Thompson and Kawhi Leonard. This uh, maybe being boring speaks to me. I don't know. For me, let me explain to you. <laughs> My choice of Kawhi Leonard boiled down to the fact that he likes apples. <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes apples. But could you find a more, you know, we've we've all seen the clips. We've seen the the memes about Kawhi Leonard. Right. Could you find a more normal personality. <laughs> Is he normal? When we saw the, maybe not, I don't know. Normal in the sense, like, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that clip really landed him on my list. Not a, just on my list, in the top spot at the three. I'm just all, I'm all about it. This is it. so funny. I'm all about it. Who did you have? <laughs> Not who I you just, were expecting I at all, right? I just can't get over these picks, bro. <laughs> and it's really the fact that you prefaced it with the biggest personalities in the NBA, too. Yeah, Gilbert. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Listen, like. I, I mean, I think Kawhi is funny. And I, I like his per personality. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. But not in like a, you know, outright funny way. Like, like you know, wow, this guy's this guy's kind of out there. <laughs> yeah. What's going on with Kawhi? I don't want to be mean to Kawhi. Like, no, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be mean. Like, yeah. different kind of guy. He's yeah, a fun guy. Fun guy. Likes apples. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for me... Number three, Steven Stack Jack. Uh, love, love, love Stack. Um, very active uh, in the social justice lane. I don't know. Um, and also, uh, go check out the Untold Malice in the Palace uh, doc on Netflix. Mm -hmm. uh, really gives you the real story behind that. Uh, and also, I mean, Stack, obviously known for just being like for, you know, to quote, to quote Stack, riding for his dogs. He's, he's, it's what he does. Uh, and I love that. I love that. I do love to see that in a guy. If, if he will, you know, stand behind his boys Absolutely. like that. And Stack seems like a great guy. Yeah. I mean, listen to the Up and Smoke podcast. <laughs> Love that podcast. Just, just seems like a really chill guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love he, he does not put up with nonsense either. It's no. so funny. Like, he's very, he'll stand his ground. He'll stand behind his point. Oh, yeah. He's a man of principle. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. I, that's an absolutely great pick. Hey, there's no, there's no, like, I'm not making fun of any of these picks. I'm not. I can't. <laughs> you're like, I know you're making fun of mine, but I'm not going to make fun of no, yours. No, no, no. 
like it sounds like you had a great uh explanation for for stack thank you it just makes mine sound a little worse because i'm just like oh yeah this guy's like so boring <laughs> that, that he almost like he reverts to the other end of the spectrum <laughs> i know what you mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> no i think i think your reasoning for clay and Kawhi, like they're not bad picks it, it's just they're just not what i was expecting at all yeah no i understand <laughs> um okay. number four we both have dennis rodman i mean obviously <laughs> I mean, yeah come on there's yeah there's no other and then i'm i'm hoping we have the same center as well i think we do yeah we have to can we say it on three yeah one uh what's that on go okay one two three shack you said on go oh sorry <laughs> i thought that the, sh- the shack was gonna be the go <laughs> my pick right, was also got, shack a little messed up. <laughs> it's okay wow we had the same one four and five yeah i mean those are locked locked in if it's, you know anything about the nba yeah. for gilbert arenas and everyone knows about Dennis and Shaq. Uh, now the second team is definitely where we where we <laughs> this is off. where things are <laughs> gonna get interesting. <laughs> Yo, things are gonna I get can, wild. Okay, in the second team. I I think I know who your one is. Okay, you guess. It. It. I, it like original it or or like Zeke or no it. It from the Celtics. Yes, no. That's a good, that's a good pick though. Rondo. <laughs> Rondo would have been good. Too. Oh wait, no. I just remembered what came out over the summer about Rondo. Wait, what? Bro, he. I mean, trigger warning for anybody with domestic abuse and stuff. But oh my this God. man like threatened his uh woman this woman he had a child with or his girlfriend or something uh with a gun allegedly jesus so yeah see i'm upset that i didn't even know that yeah we're off rondo totally off rondo yeah i forgot about that jesus okay never mind he would not have made my list had i known (laughs) yeah i'm glad he's not on your list yeah yeah tough look um i'm just gonna say yeah because i'm wrong it's Kyrie. I didn't put him on here because he's my favorite personality. I'm not I'm not a fan of his personality in general. But when I'm thinking of big personalities in the NBA, he's definitely one of them that sticks out in my mind at the moment. And I think like the way, you know, you know that Dennis Dennis and Shaq would be on this list. If you're following the NBA right now, you know why Kyrie <laughs> could make this list. Bro put Kyrie on the list. I did. Now, <laughs> I, I I have issue with your list. Okay. Is it the inconsistency? Yes, in the, it's, in the, it's the, in the wild reason, inconsistency. In the reason for picking them? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's the wild inconsistency. I would even go so far as to say that there's no consistency. (laughs) 
all of these players were picked for different reasons. Now, see, all of mine were picked for different reasons, but under the same umbrella as personalities (laughs) I enjoy. (laughs) True. I do not enjoy the personality of Kyrie Irving, but I enjoy watching the drama of it. Okay. I will say that. (laughs) Rose said Kyrie just stared at the camera. (laughs) It's like, yeah. Who'd you have? Kemba, baby. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. See, your your picks are really positive. <laughs> yes. Like. A lot. Of, yeah. My second team is like first NBA nice guys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We're going to have some differences. <laughs> <laughs> what list did you make? <laughs> we Dude made like 78 different lists. I did not understand the assignment. No, I've been thinking that the whole time, and I've been wondering when to pull that out. Like, bro did not understand the assignment at all. (laughs) This is good, though, because it made, like, a I don't know. This is crazy. All right. I'm excited to hear the rest of this list. My... My shooting guard is D-Wade, baby. Oh, I thought about D-Wade. I mean, one of the best parents, like, in sports. Absolutely. Um, the way he's handled uh, his daughters, um, you know, wanting to transition. Yeah, uh, absolutely I mean, just, supportive. Yeah, just just seems like an incredible human being. Love Dwayne Wade. I totally agree. Stand-up guy. Um. So then oh my going God, to what is my this? What is this? shooting guard, we have another man who needs no introduction. He's he's had countless features in songs, at least one that I know of. Um, it's Lou Williams. It's a good pick. Not. It's a good pick. It's not a bad. Isn't he a point guard though? Uh, I think he played both. Okay, maybe I'm wrong though. If I'm no, if I'm okay. wrong, it's let me know in the comments. But yeah, Lou Williams. Uh, he left the he left the bubble to get to, to get wings at a strip club. <laughs> yeah, famously known for dating two girls at the same time. Um, uh, yeah, I mean the guy. Just enjoying his NBA career. <laughs> really enjoying it. That's the best best way to put it. And also seems like a really nice down-to-earth guy at the same time, which is that's hard to pull off. Yeah, that's a good pick. Okay. All right. The, tra- the list is getting back on track. I'm excited for the three to just completely throw it <laughs> off the rails again. <laughs> um, it's, it's you, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going in snake order. Yes, yeah, snake, snake type draft for this, for these dude. This is a wild. This is a wild segment. <laughs> Could you tell that we had no planning in this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had a little. No, I mean in a, a order. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My small forward is Metal World Peace. Okay, it's a good pick. Classic Malice at the Palace. Um. Very misunderstood guy. Yeah, I think so. 
but also a a larger than life personality for sure i think i think if if he played in today's nba like he would be viewed a lot differently like the like the media like just had a bunch of narratives they just made about him and yeah number one being that he was just violent yeah like i mean with a lot of a lot of players you know before this era and i mean obviously still i'm sure there's bloggers out there writing these like racist racist undertones and stuff but yeah i mean get like i said go watch the malice in the palace thing at uh uh on netflix because it's just it's insane like the the stuff that uh the media portrayed these players as and and chose to focus on and and sometimes just outright made up about these guys like yeah, yeah um yeah no that's a good pick uh my small four does it, sorry is there anything you want else you oh want no to say? no i'm good my small forward i like i said with my ai pick i mean obviously it's mellow i knew mellow yeah. <laughs> mellow had to be on the list um just a great guy and hoodie mellow i mean there's, mellow. there's not much else i need to say it's pretty much it. I just um, imagine that, like a meme where you said, "Yeah, he's a great guy." Just an audience full of people, total crickets, and then you say "hoodie mellow" and everybody starts <laughs> clapping. It's <Yes. laughs> <laughs> a good idea. You should do that. Make an edit. Yeah, yeah. If I knew how to do that, I would do it. <laughs> you could do that. We'll I talk about fi- it I after. Figure it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My power forward, I feel like we might have the same for it's Kevin Garnett, the big the big ticket. mm, Yeah. Just the big ticket. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you should talk about him. Man, some of my first memories of basketball were Kevin Garnett. Um, because when my dad was watching the Celtics, and I remember, you know, 2010, that that era of Celtics was like the first that really stuck out to me and watching Kevin Garnett was like watching it wasn't like watching anyone else that I'd ever seen play basketball not that I had seen like a, a force of nature yeah exactly like not that I had watched a lot of people play basketball at that point but seeing other people on the court and things like that like obviously I, I wasn't I didn't necessarily like pay a lot of attention to other teams and other players I was more focused on the Celtics themselves Kevin Garnett would be like banging his head against the the stanchion stanchion and stuff and like just absolutely the hypest player on the court at all times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, would play with like such an energy and a force, but then also like just such pretty moves too, like yeah. Uh yeah, great uh, great post moves. Yeah. And defensively, one of the best players that I've ever seen watched you know in my time um and also anything is possible anything is possible enough said yeah um oh it's you now oh my so the last player on my all personality teams 
it's another legend. It's Rasheed Wallace. Sheed. Was he a center? He played the four and the five. I think with the Pistons, he played the five. Uh, After they traded uh, Ben Wallace. Okay. Um, But yeah, Rasheed, man, another guy whose personality has been written in the in, like yeah. in NBA history, ball don't isn't lie. He, is he like the all-time leader in text? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, maybe Demarcus Cousins was gaining ground on that sure, front yeah. at one point, but it, I I think it's still she. <laughs> Love that. Hated by refs, loved by fans. <laughs> Just a great guy. Um, yeah, it's a good pick. Uh, I'm actually gonna switch. Uh, I had Yao Ming. Uh, just because he seems like a, a really nice down-to-earth guy he does a lot of charity work too yeah um but since i know this i know she'd played the five i'm gonna put rasheed wallace there yeah i thought he only played the four um but yeah you want to you want to run down oh my bad welcome my to my, my fault welcome to the sheed can <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you want to run down our squads? Yeah, you can. You can go first. First team <laughs> personalities: Gilbert Arenas, Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard, Dennis Rodman, and Shaquille O'Neal. Second team: We have Kyrie Irving, Lou Williams, Metal World Peace, Kevin Garnett, and Rasheed Wallace. In Max? Such a wild list. It is. Uh, I have first team, Gilbert Arenas at the one, AI at the two, Stack playing the three. We got Dennis Rodman, power forward, and then big dog at the five, <laughs> Shaq. Oh, well, not big dog. <laughs> big dog. <laughs> uh, Shaq um, has many nicknames, but that is not, not one, one of them. Not one of them. <laughs> i was like i was like i was doing my outro dude i just go to a different world (laughs) just go to a higher plane of existence when i run through things oh my god uh second team we got kemba d wade mellow kg and i almost said yao ming but i replaced him with rasheed wallace Woo! Those yeah. are some solid lists. I I would like to somebody put these in 2K and see who wins. That's what I was wondering. Who yeah. would win? I uh, see. I'm thinking Gilbert versus himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gil- it's funny because Gilbert is is known for stealing moves. So do you think Gilbert is just gonna be doing moves back? Like they're just gonna be doing moves back and forth. Like hits a step back on one end. Oh, I gotta hit a step back now. Like. I don't know. They might take each other out. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I wasn't th- gonna say Gilbert versus himself is like an everyday thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's like real life. <laughs> um, I think AI and Kawhi are the really are the game changers on these lists. AI and Kawhi. Yeah. Can you explain? Well, because AI is better than Clay Thompson, and. Kawhi is better than Stack. And then we have the same for the other three positions for the first team. Yeah, for the first team, I definitely agree with you there. But if 
our second teams. And mine, my second team would cook yours. Would wipe. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Especially you, if this is prime everyone. Like, prime Kemba is, yeah. is nice. And I mean, he's not... I'm not saying he's as good as Kyrie, peak Kyrie, but... Oh, if we're getting peak Kyrie. Yeah, we're getting peak Kyrie. But we're also getting peak Dwayne Wade, Mello, and KG. Yeah, Mello kind of... <laughs> Mello. Mello over Meta World Peace. Yeah. Of, that's a And who's your shooting guard? Uh, I had Lou Williams. Deep peak D Wade over peak Lou Williams. Yeah. Not really. That's not even there. close. Yeah. If you had and if you had Yao Ming, I was of thinking Rashid about Wells. that. I was thinking. I was like, yeah, I might swap Yao back in for that. <laughs> okay. If, if Yao is back in the lineup, there's, there's not a no chance, chance my team is winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. They're all nice guys, you know. <laughs> the, n- <laughs> the nice guy team. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna call my fantasy team. The <laughs> nice guys. No, mine would that be might like get the, trademark. The boring team. The orchard. Um. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Super fun. I think every time you should you should write the wrong list because that was hilarious. I don't think you have to tell me that, my man. <laughs> I think that's a given. Yeah, unless it's top five point guards or whatever, I don't know what we're doing. (laughs) Like, I don't know what's going on. Give just give me a top five and then follow it up with a subjective (laughs) word like personality, and I'm just running with it. Yeah, no clear, no asking for clarification. Just Clay Thompson. When bro said Clay Thompson, I knew, I knew this list take, took a wrong turn. <laughs> I could have put top five cooking personalities in the NBA. Serge Ibaka. Absolutely. That's all I know. <laughs> Got a cooking show. <laughs> Probably Kawhi, too. I know, I know he likes apples. Yeah. Best Somali, top five Somalis in the NBA. Victor Oladipo. Okay, I I love I know LeBron. I didn't even know Vic Vic liked wine like that. I feel like Vic likes the wine like that because oh, he's okay. like a he's a singer too. Do singers like wine? If you heard his songs, you would feel like he he likes wine. <laughs> okay, it's kind of like smooth, sensual. Wait, can you tell what kind of alcohol a, a, an artist enjoys based off of their music? Maybe. <laughs> Give me a type of artist. Taylor Swift. Oh. That's pretty easy. I feel like also wine. Yeah. But specifically, definitely white wine. White wine. Definitely yeah. white wine. <laughs> that was an easy one. How, that was an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a harder one. <laughs> um, Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Ooh, that's a good. And one. you can't say lean. I wasn't gonna say that anyway. Okay. I don't. Even, no, that's not really alcohol. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I didn't know if you were gonna go Mac altering Miller. substances. That's a. I I feel like it's not hard liquor. 
I feel like it's some kind of beer. Yeah. I feel like maybe a a tall Miller oh. or something. I was gonna say Miller Light. Miller Light. That's a good <laughs> answer. Yeah. If you were to narrow it down to a specific brand. <laughs> yeah. Specific brand. This is wild. It's a uh, fun game. Play that at <laughs> home. Play that in the comments too. Yeah, let us <laughs> I've just never heard that before. <laughs> Play that in the comments. No, if you heard his music, you would think he likes wine. Listen to Victor Oladipo. His music's on Spotify and on YouTube and other streaming platforms. Speaking of other streaming platforms, this has been Daniel Drainville. I'm Max DeMeza. This has been 91 North, 95 South listening on youtube or spotify or patreon if you don't know about those go check them out because we're on them okay um <laughs> like comment subscribe uh follow us on twitter at 91 north 95 south instagram at 91 n 95 s we're also on reddit uh although i noticed the other day our page got banned because i hadn't been on it uh for a while so trying to get that on band um also uh yeah patreon check us out uh we're everywhere dan will make a wrong list next week um and yeah (laughs) come back love you bye dad i'm gonna say this directly into the camera so that y'all can hear me i i love jason tatum more than I love any member of my family. I I love Jason Tatum more than I more than I love my family. What I probably liked about Kawhi Leonard in terms of small forwards right now, of course excluding injuries. You gotta be out of your mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, a champion. This man won Canada a champion. <laughs> Literally.